0: Welcome to Moms Changing the World. This is your host, Akua Walker, Child Development Nurse Practitioner and CEO, Chief Encouragement Officer, introducing the new podcast, which is the place for moms to find encouragement, hope, and inspiration, where we're supporting moms in the trenches of motherhood. You will receive practical tips and strategies to address the developmental needs of your children with a positive parenting perspective in mind. Here at Moms Changing the World, we are moms on the journey of changing the world, one child at a time, one day at a time. is Akua Walker, a Pediatric Nurse Practitioner and CEO of Moms Changing the World. And I'm joined by...
1: Hey everyone, it's Latika. Yes,
0: yes, Latika Vines. And so this is a special kind of dual joint episode that we are excited to bring to you today on you know, both of our podcasts where we get a chance to talk about the holidays for our kids. How can we help... In this pandemic, holidays make it special and make uh, you know make it merry and bright, uh, despite all of the things that we've been contending with this entire year for 2020. So I thought it would be like you know imagine that we are actually at a coffee shop having coffee with friends. Latika, this I haven't really been able to do that. So I'm excited I to know. do that with you, <laughs> you know, with a warm cup of whatever you yes. have imagine the fire, you know, in the corner of the coffee shop Yeah, and just the, you know, the fireside chat with friends. And this is a big table because we have all our listeners joining us at the table. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and The for red table talk. Exactly. <laughs> our, our
0: own, our own. And, wh- um, you know, what's exciting is this is kind of a preview for the Moms Changing the world's listeners. I have an, a wonderful, uh, you know, full episode recorded with Latika that will be in season 2. So look forward to that coming out. Yes. Um, yeah, sometime in the the season 2 launch, February, March time frame. We'll definitely keep you posted on that. And I'll, right. I'll let Latika share her podcast with you as well.
1: Yes. Well, hello everyone, and thank you again for having me join you on this coffee, a chat I'm so excited (laughs) about. Um, I am Latika Vines. I am a career development professional for working moms, particularly in the federal government, helping them to balance life so they can grow their careers. And I host a podcast, The Latika Vines Show, where I talk to moms about everything from motherhood, marriage, career, and faith, because I truly believe that without God, you can't really do much. <laughs> yeah, so um yeah. I'm just excited to be here because like you said it's been a while since I have been in a Now I didn't go to coffee shops but I went to um, my local bakery and they have like a a section where I can sit at the table by myself yes. and look out the window and they have yes. a wood burning fireplace. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> I loved it. Every other Friday I would yeah. go there and I would just sit in the window after I dropped all the kids off yeah, and I would just sit there for hours and it was just so awesome. So yes, I'm excited to be here with you.
0: Yes, we are recreating that Yes, <laughs> yes with our <laughs> listeners. That's amazing. Yeah. So, you know, we to kind of set the stage for, you know, this conversation about how to help our kids, you know, with this pandemic holidays, you know, one thing that some things that are important to understand is that, you know, change is, a, is an interesting thing. So, you know, the, the human brain, kind of from the brain development perspective, it, it helps us out. It's, it's designed really amazingly to fire off and create new pathways when we have new experiences. So much like we, you know, maybe if you think of walking on a, a fresh path in the, in the woods or even driving, you know, to a new place you might notice this, that when you're going to someplace new for the first time, you're kind of a little more awake. You're a little more alert. You're, you're paying attention to the signs. You're you're paying more attention to the sights and sounds, even smells, and, and just all those experiences because it's new and your brain is forming new connections in order to help you experience it and remember it. And so when it comes to the, the return trip, you might feel like when you're coming back from someplace, it actually feels like it's a little bit shorter or a little bit faster. I know I've, I've kind of had that experience. And so the reason that it feels like it's shorter and faster is because your brain already is helping you out by taking some of the work and taking some of the, the sensory kind of overload that you experienced going to the place away because you already have a path established And you're already a little more familiar with where you're going. And so as adults, we kind of take this for granted. And and we fall into routines and rituals, habits and patterns as a way of being more efficient. Our brain doesn't have to kind of create those new pathways all the time. And we are more comfortable and familiar with routines and, and habits and things that we've done more and more times. But children are really forming a lot of these pathways for the first times and they're having these new experiences for the first time. So there's a lot of kind of brain work that goes along with that. And so as soon as they are starting to, you know, get familiar with things and they start to settle into routine and a structure and a schedule, that's why it's so important because they start to feel more relaxed. They start to feel more safe and secure when they know what to expect and things are a little more familiar. So when it comes to a year full of change like we've had in 2020, that can be really hard. And as adults, we have enough life experience and enough kind of memory and brain kind of development to to rationalize and to talk ourselves through it, to know that this is uh, not going to be the way it always is, that you know, next year we can get right back to our usual holiday traditions and routines, but it's we can make it through this year where kids don't necessarily have that. And so I just want to kind of put that out there that, that this year has been tough for for our children partially because of of that just very normal expected kind of brain development and brain change that's going on so when it comes to some special times and holiday traditions like you know Thanksgiving and Christmas and new year's we've we've had to make some changes to adapt to the pandemic to social distancing and uh, and some of that can be really hard and so I think just to keep that in mind for kids as we are making changes and can be helpful because then we can have some more like empathy and compassion for some of what they feel, that they feel maybe a little more stressed, a little more disappointed when the same traditions and the things that they always have done since they can remember are not there or they look really different. And so, you know, kind of one example of this for our family was Thanksgiving. You know, we typically we go to one side of the family for Thanksgiving, either my side or then the other side will go for Christmas. And so we're all often traveling and we are spending time, you know, physically with our our family. And we couldn't do that this year. And so as, as many families did, it was just kind of the nuclear family, you know, home for the holidays in our house. And so there were some really very special things about just being home, not having to deal with the hustle and bustle of travel but it was different and i know even myself as a as a grown up like i talked about i i could rationalize and i understood why but i did have that twinge of missing the rest of my family you know that that i would usually be spending time with so we talked about it as a family and we were able to zoom them in and so we had as so we set up ahead of time the zoom time we put them on our table um, as if they were right there with us and that helped to form kind of a new tradition and i think the, the special part about that is I think from, you know, from now on, what, whichever side of the family that we're not with, <laughs> you know, for whatever holiday, you know, we can plan a special meal to put them on our table and, you know, have that that sense of togetherness, even though, you know, we're in different locations. So I just wanted to kind of open up with that and, um, and just encourage us as parents to, to, to talk about The fact that things are changing and the fact that things are different and to make that okay, to make that okay, to to be sad or to miss this or to wish we could do it this way and let kids talk through it ahead of time, because that helps to what we call like normalize. It helps to say, yeah, you're you're not the only one feeling that way about about this. We're all feeling that that sense of sadness, or we're all missing seeing grandma and grandpa, or uh, playing with the cousins, you know, in in the snow. So encouraging that open conversation helps with kind of uh, readjusting expectations, especially for little ones who might feel some stress related to the changing routines.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely agree. One of the things that I really appreciated this year is that I didn't have to get up and go anywhere. <laughs> you know, like you mentioned, you know, this holiday, we're going to go visit my family. This holiday, we're going to go visit your family. And this year, there was no conversation. <laughs> there was an old conversation. And it was just like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Um, but, you know, I think the the beautiful thing was, our kids didn't even have to worry about that either because we Mm -hmm. tend to have that family discussion of, okay, whose house are we going to go to for Thanksgiving? And so they're part of that Mm decision-making. And it was just so, so great. It was just so Mm -hmm. great. And I truly know my kids enjoyed being at home and not having to leave the house. Mm -hmm. And it was just so much more fun for us yeah. you know to be home. And like you, we did Zoom. We had a Zoom right there on the buffet in the dining room <laughs> and you know, we were eating together mm. and you know, so it was, that was that was good, but I I tell you, this was like the best Thanksgiving ever to be at home and and now now I was getting like to detail because You know, when you go to your family's house and like you're bringing a dish that you and your husband and your kids would eat, but nobody else on the other side (laughs) of the family eats it. So when you bring it, they're like, what is this? I didn't have to worry about none of that. None of that. I know. know. Oh, my goodness. It was so great. I could cook what my kids would eat. I didn't have to worry about them wasting. I didn't have to worry about other people saying, why didn't your kids eat my macaroni and cheese? Because we don't like your macaroni and cheese. It was so Awesome! It was the best.
0: Yeah, so you 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 could also you spared some of the family drama. So yes, (laughs) there are some silver (laughs) linings, and yeah, getting a chance to uh, point out with our kids, yeah, what was nice about this, what was special Mm -hmm. about this, and what might we keep as a new family tradition?
1: Yes, stay home for Thanksgiving is what we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Check.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, what, you know, Latika, what do you use as kind of a an overall kind of guide, you know, for your your family when you're coming up with plans for your holidays?
1: We look at what we did the previous year. You know, who do we spend the holidays with? You know, where do we go? All, All that good stuff. And then we also looked at my kids, their comfort level. Because you know how when you were younger and you saw Uncle Johnny and your mother says, go give Uncle Johnny a hug. And you're like, no, I don't want to give Uncle Johnny a hug. He (laughs) freaks me out. You know, so I I learned that I cannot force my kids to go somewhere that they're not comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And so we, all of us collectively as a family, you know, say, hey, we're going to, we're thinking about going over to Uncle Johnny's house. Do you want to go? Not really. Mm-hmm. Okay, how about we go over, you know, drop something off, drop the gift off, and then we leave and go to Grandma So-and-so's house. Okay, we can do that. Mm-hmm. So that has been, that's worked for us ever since my kids started talking and telling yeah. us, you know, their feelings. Yeah. Um, but it really has been a family Decision and one of the things too was realizing that when we got married, when my husband and I got married, he was so used to being with his family. Yeah. So it was it was foreign to be go with my family else. or friends, mm-hmm. right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so it it took a while for us to to come to a compromise that okay, this holiday will go over here, this holiday will go over mm-hmm. here, but we cannot been every single holiday Mm -hmm. with just one particular family Mm because then you're going to leave that family out you're Mm going to leave me out or Mm -hmm. him out and so Mm -hmm. it's it's truly been a family affair and having the decision of where we're going to go for each holiday
0: Yeah. I love that, you know, including the children in, in some of the plans, because then, Mm -hmm. you know, control is the other thing that we all want to feel like we have, you know, when it comes to change or transitions and kids don't often have a lot of things they control, you know, and so we can give them opportunities and ask them, you know, what, what's your idea? How could we, Mm -hmm. you know, how could we do this holiday, you know, a little bit differently? What would you like to do, you know, to make it feel special and wonderful? And, And that's, that's good. And that's also so, you know, as far as the new family goes, that's a good reminder, I think for yeah. new parents or new marriages, you know, who might be tuning in. that's that is a phase. That is a kind of a, a part of forming your new family. Um, of right. husband and wife and children. And it does take some getting used to, right? It's change. It, it does. does have to change and transition too. But it's important that you both feel like you're, you know, you're you're acknowledging both sides
1: of the family mm-hmm. because
0: it's it's two becoming one now. It's not his right. and hers, them and theirs anymore. It's really ours. Right. So how right. can we make sure we're including everyone? Yeah, Absolutely. That's good. Yeah. You know, another guiding kind of, you know, tip that I want to start off with too is is the idea of having really clear family values, mm. you know as far as what you are, what the holidays are really about for you and your family. True. And you know, you mentioned faith uh, early on and and it's the same for us. Like our faith is you know as at the center. you know uh, Thanksgiving is is about just you know being thankful right. um, and really, really um, having gratitude, you know, thanking God for all of our blessings, even with the challenges. And then Christmas is about Jesus's birthday. And so, right. you know, we, we we are always bringing that conversation to the forefront, especially when it's easy to lose sight of that with Christmas lists and, you know, presents and, mm-hmm. e- and even activity and the hustle and bustle. Mm-hmm. So one, you know, one kind of thing that our family does is we, we talk about Christmas being really a birthday celebration for Jesus and we think about gifts that we want to give as a priority over the gifts that we want to get. And so we we've never really had the Christmas wish list that we create okay. for ourselves. But if we do write it, if we do write a list, it's okay, what do we want to give? Let's make a list of the things we want to give to so and so and so and so. And certainly they want to give to you know our kids we're, were blessed and generous in that way. So if you know mm-hmm. if, if they're asked, you know, they they I'm sure have their their wish list, you know, kind of in mind and ready. But we talk about about reciprocating, you know, why don't you ask back? You know what do they want um, as well, so that we can start as a family, you know, putting our our give list together.
1: yeah, that is that is good. we We also do the same thing. You know, in school, our kids learn about thanksgiving and and the meaning behind Thanksgiving. And you know, as Christians, you know we acknowledge it. you know, as Jesus says, we are you know a part of the world. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, one of the things like you mentioned is we still need to be grateful for where we are. Yeah. And I actually had my seven-year-old write down five things that she was grateful for. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I told her, <laughs> I said, it and you need to understand that you need to be thankful for your life. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, look at, you know, where we are in um the D the DC area we have so many, we have families that are doing really well, but then we have families that are not doing so well. So the level of, or the uh, amount of families in poverty is so high, especially where we live. And and when I say live, like up the street,
0: you Mm -hmm. could see
1: tents of of homelessness, you know, And so I always tell them, you know, to be grateful for their life, the -hmm. fact that they have a home, it might be Mm -hmm. cold in the house, but we can go to the thermostat and turn the temperature up. Mm -hmm. There are individuals who don't even have a home, so they don't have shelter from the rain or the snow or the cold or, you know, or tornado watch that we had the other day, Mm -hmm. you know, and so, you know, we're supposed to be grateful every day, but I told them for Thanksgiving, let's really sit down and write, what are we grateful for? Mm -hmm. What is it that we have that others don't have that, you know, sometimes we do take for granted and we just have to be grateful for that. And so that is something that we, I did this year because Mm -hmm. now three out of four of the kids can write. Yeah, (laughs) Um, (laughs) so they can write down you know exactly Mm. you know what they're grateful for but Mm. I felt like that was important because Thanksgiving is not just about sitting around and eating food till your belly pops it's it's really you know being grateful yeah and um, or being
0: so thankful for what you have that you have to run out and shop
1: right that that night
0: or the very next day you
1: know right Mm. absolutely so it's it's and, and that's I don't I don't know about you, but I know for me that has been something that I'm constantly reminding my kids to be thankful for what they have because somebody doesn't have what they have. You know, they they complain about somebody going in their room or taking their toy or, you know, whatsoever. But there's people who don't have anything,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know, so that has been something that we're constantly constantly Talking going about,
0: through <laughs> yeah not just at
1: thanksgiving yeah so that's right. great
0: because those are needs and issues you know as far mm-hmm. as in our community that are year round so right. i think that's amazing you know to have that that conversation as as a through line right as a you know a constant in the in the family value yeah right. I, I was able to find a uh, an online gratitude kind of camp class and yeah my youngest was home at the time so we you know zoomed into the class and Mm -hmm. they had us make a gratitude jar we just Mm -hmm. used a you know a a mason jar or any kind of jar that you had Mm -hmm. in the house and we decorated some paper to wrap around it you know, things we're grateful for, but then you can fill it with little parts or little leaves or little paper, little papers cut out in whatever shape you want. And then you're, you know, putting down, writing down the things that you're grateful for. So this, we did a bunch for, you know, by Thanksgiving, but we're, we're keeping it going, you know, through this holiday season to just when, whenever we think of, or have something that we're thankful for, we write it down on one of the pieces of paper, put it in the jar. And then on Christmas Day, you know, we'll go through it again and, and count oh, our blessings. that's
1: awesome. You know?
0: or if, if you have the letters, you can c- keep the letters in a, a folder or a journal, right, where you're, you know, either writing or talking about, you know, three good things that happened that day.
1: So. That's awesome.
0: I think that's a new tradition that we'll, we'll
1: definitely yeah. try to keep. My daughter loved doing that. Yeah. That is awesome. I might have to steal that from
0: you. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what this is about. That's what this is about sharing the ideas and getting it out there. So, yeah, any other things that you're doing for Christmas? I I know for us the, the, that things that are being adapted and a little different is that we're doing a Christmas pageant by Zoom. So, our church because we are you know again focusing on the birth of Jesus as the reason for the season, our church asked you know which kids wanted to be a part of it, and about twenty of the kids are going to take the different parts we're gonna, We have our backgrounds that she sent us, the coordinator, and we're going to they'll share it I think with the rest of the congregation as a part of you know the Christmas celebration. so I'm really looking forward to that this year.
1: Wow, that seems awesome. Oh, my goodness. That seems awesome. You know, my kids, they asked for us to do a gingerbread house. Oh, yummy! So (laughs) I have to find all of that (laughs) to do a gingerbread house. Um, uh... But we started it last year. Ah, we started tradition. doing the gingerbread house last year. Yeah. And they absolutely loved it. They made a mess on my wood table <laughs> and I still have stains from it from last year, but they just had a wonderful time doing that gingerbread house. Yeah. Um, and it really taught them to work together, yeah. you know, because they had to put the house together. And so that's something that we're going to do again this year. And we just finished a paint party. Ooh. And that was, yeah, that was a lot of fun. You know, we've been to different types of paint parties before. And my kids like, love doing paint parties. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. And so we did one and they just had so much fun. And it was all four of them, even the three-year-old. was participating and she had her paint, she mixed all her colors, (laughs) did not give her (laughs) the paintbrush in the water to clean it. Like she Mm. just was having a good old time.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but that yeah Yeah. it was it was just so much fun for them. And I sat there, you know, and just watched them have fun.
0: You know, just
1: watch them have fun. So that's something that we did this year that was different. And then you know, my kids are really big on slumber parties. So it's four of them and they'll go from, from one room to another, each other's room and have a slumber party in their own room. So since we've been (laughs) home during the pandemic, you know, they've been blessed because it's four of them. So they don't really have to worry about the lack of social interaction. So they have been going to each other's room for slumber parties where they would grab their sleeping bags, go on the floor of their sister's room, turn the TV on, and they're watching some type of movie. And they're staying up till wee hours in the morning and just having a good old time. So so one of the things, you know what, when I was a kid, oh my goodness, I did that all the time with my sisters. So I know they're having so much fun. But as a parent, i'm like if y'all don't shut your mouth and go to sleep (laughs) but they they just have so much fun and they're really spending a lot of time together and um this what they wanted to do for christmas eve was have a slumber party in front of the fireplace and the christmas tree so Uh. we'll do that for christmas eve have a slumber party and we'll probably watch some type of Christmas movie and bring in Christmas that way. But that's something that they, they requested this year. So it's, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting Christmas yeah. Eve.
0: <laughs> that's a great idea. My kids have talked about, you know, staying up for Santa. They, they might mm-hmm. appreciate that idea of slumber party yeah. right there by the tree. I like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think it's, it's, I think it's going to be fun. We've done it before. You know, just as a a regular like cold night, have the fireplace on and all those yeah. people on the floor, yeah. and it's it's a really great experience in front of the fireplace. So, oh. I, I think we're all looking forward to that.
0: That sounds like fun. That yeah. sounds like fun. Yeah. Well, you know, when it comes to Zoom. You know, one question that I have for you is, you know, there is such a thing, you know, doing some of the parties by Zoom, like I think we have a mm-hmm. gingerbread party coming up by Zoom. You know, there, there's a lot of great benefits, but, you know, there is there is also something called Zoom fatigue. Yes. And, you know, I don't know. I, and I had a friend ask me about that. You know, how do, how do we still feel like we're connecting when we are doing school by Zoom or doing meetings by Zoom or with our family by Zoom? you have any ideas for that?
1: For us, for all of us in the house, we have to take a break. We just have to take a break. So I tell my husband, get up. (laughs) I tell him, I go into his office and I'm like, get up, get up. You need to stretch and you need to like go downstairs, do something, but you need to get up. And the kids, they have breaks and some breaks in between some of their Zoom classes. Mm -hmm. So they come downstairs out of their rooms and they have a break. And I've Mm -hmm. recently gotten them into yoga. So we do yoga. They have a kid's yoga. So that's what we do. And then for me, I found a walk at home. YouTube channel. There's actually a few YouTube channels and you could do like a mile in about 15 minutes. And that's what I do in between some meetings or in between answering emails, or if I'm on the phone, you know, having a meeting on the phone, I'll walk for a mile doing the walk at home video on YouTube. But that's really what I've been telling my kids, that's what I've been sharing with people is get up and get away from the computer. And, you know, for those of us who wear glasses, (laughs) we need to get up from the computer, (laughs) you know, and myself, my husband and my uh, nine year old, we all wear glasses. So I, I told them, I'm like, look, y'all, we cannot be sitting here in front of the computer all day long because our eyes are going to get worse. So, you know, we we have to get up. We have to get up. And I know that's been helpful for us. That really has been helpful for us. And especially because with church, you know, church is on Zoom still. And yeah. then they have youth church on Zoom. And then any yeah. type of, you know, youth ministry activities are on Zoom. So. I'm constantly telling them, get up. You know, we have a fire pit outside. So if it's dark out, cause you know, it gets dark here around four 30 so um. we can still be outside and have a good time, you know, having the fireplace on and they can do whatever they do in the backyard, but it's giving them a break, giving their mind a break, giving their eyes a break. They're having some physical activity. And so that's really has been helpful for us since we've been here since March.
0: That's great. That's great. And I think, you know, as far as, you know, feeling connected on mm-hmm. the family Zoom calls, I think sometimes you can even do like breakout rooms, you know, yes. if your account allows for that. And maybe that yes. can help with some of the like, you know, feeling more like you're with people rather than just kind of having a, a you know, a large just mixture of, of people kind of being more chaotic, right? On on Zoom when you're trying to have some family together time um, in a larger, you know, family Zoom setting. Um, Mm -hmm. And then yeah, one of for Thanksgiving, my husband's side of the family uh, had us do kind of a video, do a pre-recorded, like almost like a holiday greeting. Mm. And then we, you know, some uploaded it to the central site. And then it was all kind of looped together to create a family like Thanksgiving greeting. Oh, that's so, nice. yeah, yeah, I'll um I'll look up the um, you know, the the website that, you know, allowed us to do all that to provide in show notes, but I want, you know, I think that having some time sometimes ahead of time to think about yeah. what you want to say and really make it kind of meaningful and special and more personal so that everybody can you know can kind of hear and see your family in in your homes recording the message and they can watch it as many times as they want right to
1: nice. anytime
0: they they miss you
1: that's nice i yeah. really like that idea yeah
0: yeah i will send that so we're going to take a short break um and then we'll be right back after these messages oh, Oh, come on. come some announcements for those who are listening in real time on the month of December 2020. So this holiday episode is being released on December 17. And we have one more week of episodes to look forward to next week. Yeah, next week is Christmas week. So we'll have the episode drop either on, you know, Wednesday or early Thursday. And that'll be Christmas Eve. So you'll have some holiday listening. But it's a really special episode that is gonna share a little bit of my family history and how my family connects to the history of Ghana, my home country, in some pretty interesting political ways. So I am excited to share the interview with my cousin. Awo Saki, who will share, you know, some of this family history, and there will be two episodes that drop on the day that I release, and then we will have a watch party on Facebook. So I wanted to do some kind of a celebration for the end of season one. Yay, we did it, and it's going to happen as a watch party on Facebook. So look out for the Facebook times on Saturday, the 26th. And if you follow or are on the webpage for Moms Changing the World, I'll announce everything there as well. So if you're again watching in December or listening in December, you can find the details for that. And you can put it in your calendar to look out for it on the 26th, where you'll get to hear some of our listeners and people we've interviewed drop in for some celebration and season-ending fun so thank you all for listening and for being a part of this incredible journey to get moms changing the world started and i'll look forward to hearing and connecting more with you soon A great idea so far. When you are planning your kind of slumber party movie night, have you watched Jingle Jangle yet?
1: Oh my goodness. So, <laughs> no. And my husband and I talked about this last night. We don't have Netflix. Oh, okay. We don't have Netflix. Everything oh, in I'm our sorry. house is Amazon.
0: Yeah. Well, um, yes, I highly recommend it. If you, you know, get a chance, you know, John Legend, I think is involved in the music and just really well done. Felicia mm. Rashad is in it. You Forest Whitaker, you know, was, was one of I the main saw. characters, but I was surprised by Felicia Rashad. So when you have, get a chance to to see it, that's a fun one. And, you know, speaking of kind of yeah, the, the whole guest idea they're there, I don't know what um, service they use, but one of our friends did a movie birthday party. And they did have mm-hmm. kind of a shared movie code that we could all watch the movie mm-hmm. at the same time from our various you know locations. So there's some really creative ways to uh, yeah to enjoy all the holiday movies and and things despite yeah. not being able to get together. Yeah, yeah. So what right. about for New right. Year's? Yeah. Any ideas for New Year's?
1: Yeah. New You know, one of my great friends, she does an annual family vision party. And Mm -hmm. they do that around um, in between Christmas and New Year's. So um, that's something that I want to introduce to our family is doing Mm -hmm. that family vision board to figure out, like, what is it that we want to do for 21? You know, what do the kids want to accomplish with school? What type type of activities do they want to accomplish? You know, one of the biggest things that my husband has been saying for years is that he wants a bigger house. So, you know, I I want to put that on a vision board and truly see how we can plan for, if it's in God's will for us to move to a bigger house. I personally don't want to move into a bigger house, but I know that's something that he really wants to do as our kids get older, but so I'm, I really want to introduce that to our family this year is having that family vision board party and, and truly planning for 2021 rather than just letting it, you know, come.
0: Yeah. Yeah. On new year's Eve for the last couple of years, I've participated in various balloon drop things where you know some many of the channels, Netflix, I think even Amazon, you know, the different ones may have a way to you select, you know, the theme that you want and it's a pre-recorded, basically a countdown. And you do it whatever time you want. So especially where you have little kids or the kids, you know, can't really stay up till midnight, you know, to to watch the ball drop you um you can kind of do a, an earlier one you know like say at 9 p.m. or right at their bedtime right you can have all the you know hoopla you can get hats and you know noisemakers if you want but you kind of make that celebration happen for the kids earlier using one of these links and they, they probably even have it on youtube as well so you That's can search good. You know, like balloon drop or or new year's countdown um disney or new year's countdown for you know frozen princess or whatever you know theme you want and many of the shows i think one year we did like full house, you know, reunion oh, cool. or something. Right. And because they had recorded a, you know, a countdown. So you just choose your, you know, choose the theme that you want. You do it the time that you want. And the kids feel like they get to, you know, get their apple juice glasses out. to mm-hmm. clink. <laughs> And, um, and they feel like they've had their, you know, their special countdown and then they can go to bed and then, you know, you, you can stay up and, and have your own. Right. Celebration. <laughs>
1: You know, that sounds like a really good plan because they usually come with us for New Year's at church.
0: And when you were going to church. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah. So they're, they're usually up, you know, I would make sure they would have a nap where um, okay. we went okay. and, you know, we would go cause normally my husband would have something to do during the service. So, you know, we would have to be there probably like around nine or 10 o'clock.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so you know, if they didn't have a nap, they would just be crazy out, yeah, or fall asleep, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so yeah, so that I really like that idea because they can still get the feeling of, you know, having that celebration and then they can go to sleep, and then my husband and I can <laughs> do whatever, yeah, right. I get the that. champagne
0: out, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and then you know, sometime during the day. One thing we've started doing is similar to the jar idea, but you know, when funny things happen throughout the year, we'll write it down. Or when the kids say funny things, mm-hmm. you know, how kids say the darndest things. Yes, you know, we appreciate it in the moment, but we often forget, and so mm-hmm. we've started writing it down. And I have to give credit to this idea. Do you remember Tia Maori from Sister Sister? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. On her show. She has a, a YouTube channel now,
1: right? And she had yes.
0: mentioned it, yeah, on there a few years ago. We started doing it, and you can put them on post its or little pieces of paper in the jar. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, when we need a, 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 a laugh or we need, you know, wow. that like, you know, kind of year end, okay, what were some of the highlights of the year? You know, that, that things that the kids said, we'll pull that out and we'll go through and just laugh again, you know, and wow. like will oh, remember that, you know, again and hold on to some of the memories from that year or even the year before. And if you're fancy, you can put all those little scraps into a book or some kind yes. of you know, remembrance uh, log and then you have mm-hmm. it, you know, decorated and you can file it up and start a start an empty jar for the next year. So yeah, yeah it you know, it's kind of a a, a spin on the yeah, just just kind of the memory book, right? Idea, mm-hmm. just keeping track of you know highlights from each year, and and you have it to you know to come back to whenever you want.
1: That is nice. <laughs> yeah, that is a really good idea. Yeah, yeah, I really like that.
0: Yeah. So you know, any final ideas or um, recommendations or closing thoughts as we wrap up our holiday special? Coffee side chat.
1: <laughs> well, I guess the, the only thing really is, you know, in the midst of this storm that we're in, yeah. you know, that we at the end of the day be grateful for us being at home, yeah. you know, being grateful of that many of us are still, we're either in the office or at home working, but we're still living, we're healthy. things are not normal. They're not like it was in January, but we're still breathing. And I think that is the, the most that I am grateful for, you know, things could be so much worse. We could, you know, we, we could be at war right now. You know, we, we could, I mean, there's just so many negative things that could happen, but we have to be grateful for the things that we do have, for the blessings that we have, for for just being where we are. And so even in the, the midst of this storm, even though things are not the same as they were last year, even though Christmas is going to look different, thank God that we have a Christmas. Thank God that we're going to have a new year. Yeah,
0: and we made it to Christmas. Yes. We made,
1: who would have who ever thought? you know yeah. who would have ever thought that when you know i i remember the day vividly and i got that text from our public school system yeah. saying tomorrow is going to be the last day of school until further notice yeah. yes yeah. you know and, and to be where we are now where i mean my my daughter my 7 year old she just finished her last session of speech therapy today. She has been in speech therapy for four years and in the midst of pandemic, she has excelled in speech. Like those are the things that I am grateful for because it could be so much more worse, you know? Um, So I would definitely say just be grateful for where we are and what we have even in the midst of this storm there's so much to be thankful for. There's so much that we have. I mean, we are truly rich, yeah. rich physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, because of where we are today, and so that's 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 really just yeah that's that's really all I have, you know, to say yeah. because it's that's something that I'm just every morning when I get up, I just thank God for. Where I am, because it could be it could be so much worse.
0: Yeah, yeah. and uh, I, I accept that. I receive that. <laughs> that is a a good word. And I you know, I, I have been quite thankful this year for mm-hmm. the opportunity to slow down. Yes. and to focus on the essential. Yes, to really cut out a lot of the extra. That yep. was too much or not mm-hmm. necessary, and really, really hone it down schedule wise, priority wise, family wise to you know what what is actually essential. And then, in all of this, there's some opportunities right that mm-hmm. have come out of it, including you know uh, my podcast. I, I think yours yes. also this year, yeah, mm-hmm. um, you know, which it has been a huge blessing to yes. me opportunities to meet and work with, you know, friends like you Mm -hmm. and uh, have some of the richest conversations, you know, that I've I've had in a long time. Mm
1: -hmm. So,
0: so much to be thankful for. And and with the idea of the vision board, you know, really thinking about as things reopen, you know, as school gets back, you know, am am I just going to go back to kind of how it was Or am I going to carry some of this with me Mm -hmm. um, as far as really, really guarding my time and prioritizing, you know, my space,
1: um, Mm -hmm. my connections,
0: and helping my family to do the same?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yes. well thank you for having me this was so much fun (laughs) as
0: usual yes we will have to do it again yes and yeah thankful for this this opportunity and have a wonderful thankful holiday season
1: and a happy new year thank you same to you thanks for having me sure thing for listening to Moms Changing the World with host Akua Walker. The information shared on this show is meant for educational purposes only and not intended as a substitute for medical intervention or professional therapy. All views shared on the show are that of the speakers only and do not represent any institution. To be a part of the community, visit www.momschangingtheworld.org. There you'll find ways to connect with and support the moms we interview. Join us next time for more encouragement and support to be a mom changing the world, one child at a time, one day at a time. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks for
0: listening.